Good morning, and thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Rev. Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Listeners may follow Crossroads Ministries on social media and visit our website, crossroadsministries.webador.com, for our monthly devotionals, platforms, and more. This is the Walking by Faith podcast. This is Mark Hawks. I want to thank you once again for being here with us again today. I want to turn our attention here to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13. The last verse in the chapter, verse 36. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord for his blessings upon the reading of his word. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we pray. We ask you, Lord, for your mercy, your grace. We ask you, Lord, for your direction. We ask you, Lord, for us not to do any harm to the word of God. Lord, help us to be faithful to your word and to present your word. In Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen. So we find here in the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the forward mouth do I hate. That's what God says. So in verse 36, it says, But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. I want you to notice that. All they that hate me love death. What does God hate? Well, yeah, most certainly he does. You would hate a rattlesnake if it struck at your children. You would hate a drunk driver if on the interstate he he killed your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your daughter, your son. You'd hate that driver for doing that. If your neighbor's house burned down, you'd hate that. If you found out somebody that you loved is in the hospital and on life support, you'd hate that. The question is, does God hate? Yeah, he does. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 6, just two previous chapters back, in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 through 19, God says, These six things does the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. In the book of Romans chapter 1, God calls men with men and women with women an abomination. There are just some things that God calls an abomination. And it says in verse 17, a proud look. The devil had a proud look. He said, I will be like the Most High. I will be like God. He has a lying tongue. The Lord Jesus said in the book of St. John, chapter 8, You are of your father, the devil. And he says, hands that shed innocent blood. Notice, he says, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed, hands that shed innocent blood. Who does that remind you? The killing of the unborn. They call it a fetus. They use different, different words. They might use the same word, but with a different meaning. They have the same dictionary, or a different dictionary than, than from what I have. <laughs> Hands that shed innocent blood, the killing of the unborn. I heard a commercial on the radio that says, Keep abortion legal. Keep it safe and legal, and keep it in our hands. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that. It's in your hands. I'd hate to have those hands, the hands that shed innocent blood. God says he hates it. Honey, verse 18, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations and feet that be swift in running to mischief. Little busy beavers working to devise wicked imaginations. The Bible says in the book of Genesis that God looked down and found one man. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord and feet that be swift in running to mischief. You know, the Bible says how beautiful are the feet of those that which bring good tidings. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about those that have feet that be swift in running and looking for mischief. And in verse 19, he says, A false witness that speaketh lies. Well, we're going back to the devil. He is the father of lies. And he that soweth discord among the brethren. 
Now that's insidious. That is wicked. God says he hates these things. Why does God hate? God hates sin because it separates us from God. Number two, it blinds us. Number three, it ends us up in a devil's hell. He asked the question here in verse 27 and 28 of this same chapter, in verse chapter 6. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? No. Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? No. The Bible says here in the book of Isaiah, talking about God hated sin and the reason why it separates you. And he says here in the book of Isaiah chapter 59, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But notice what has happened here. Sin has separated, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. You know, we have the so-called social justice warriors, which are phony cowards. They cry out for social justice. They don't talk about God's justice. They talk about social justice. Then they turn right around and burn the city down to the ground. In the 59th chapter book of Isaiah, verse 4, he goes on and he says, None calleth for justice, nor any pleadeth for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. And he goes on in verse 14 and says, And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what the Word of God says? For the truth is fallen in the street. The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 13, Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you, for we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. Does God hate? Yes, He does. He hates sin. He hates what sin does to us because it separates us from God and it blinds us. And it will lead, it will lead to a devil's hell. For we know that we have passed from death unto life, because we love the brethren. He loveth he that loveth not his brethren abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Does God hate? He most certainly does. You'd hate if a rattlesnake bit your children. You would hate if some calamity or something evil happened to one of your neighbors. In the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 6, the Lord Jesus said to the church at Ephesus, I know your works, but I have somewhat against thee because you have left your first love. And he says this, but this you have that you hate. You hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also, the Lord Jesus said, which I also hate. The Bible says that Jeremiah was a weeping prophet. He was the weeping prophet. And in Jeremiah chapter 44, verse 4, Howbeit I send unto you all my servants and the prophets rising early and sending them, saying, Do not this abominable thing that I hate. Romans chapter 1, God called it an abomination, transgenderism, and the tower of Babel, of confusion. The devil has came for your children. He is not coming. He has already came. The thief cometh but to kill, steal, and to destroy. We live in a tower of Babel, confusion. God is not given to the church the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And God says, do not this abominable thing that I hate, but they hearken not nor incline their ear to turn from their wickedness. 
Wherefore my fury and my anger was poured forth and was kindled in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, and they are wasted and desolate. Sounds like a perfect description of our modern, modern day cities in decay. The Bible says, if the foundations of the Lord be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord Jesus said in the book of St. Luke, chapter 14, verse 26, talking about discipleship. If any man come to me and hate not, listen to this, listen to this. If any man come to me and hate not his father, his mother, his wife, and it goes on and on and on. If any man hate not his brethren, his sisters, yea, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And he says, if you do not bear, and if he does not bear his cross, he cannot be my disciple. Hate speech. There is no such thing as absolute truth. If anybody ever told me that, I'd say, is that absolutely true? They're trying to dumb us down as fast as they can. Because they're dumb, they want us to be dumber than they are. There is no such thing as absolute truth. Is that, I'd ask them, is that absolutely true? That's the dumbest statement I've ever heard. Hate speech. Preaching the gospel is hate speech. No, preaching the gospel is truth and love speech. That's what it really is. And here's the reason why you don't like it. The Lord Jesus said in the book of St. John, chapter 7, verse 7, this ain't hate speech, this is love speech. The Lord Jesus said, The world cannot hate you, but it, me it hates, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. You know what the cross of Calvary demonstrates? It demonstrates, it absolutely demonstrates beyond a shadow of a doubt that God loves man. That God loves man. It also demonstrates that how much man hates God. When Pilate said, Shall I take your king? What shall I do with your king? And they cried out, what did they cry out? And they said, they said, we have no king but Caesar. What shall I do with this one called Jesus? And they said, take him and crucify him. We have no king but Caesar. The Bible says that they hated him without a cause. In the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 15, the apostle Paul says, now here's the tongue twister. Hang on, talking about hate. The apostle Paul talking about hate. For that which I do, capital I, for that which I do, capital I, Romans chapter 7, verse 15, for that which I do, I allow not, capital I, for what I, capital I, for what I would, that do I not, but what I hate, that do I. Oh, how I love Jesus. And that is absolutely true, that he died for me and he died for you. That's absolutely true. The Bible says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 16, Having a good conscience, that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, that they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Now when somebody accuses you of doing something wrong, the best defense is just don't let it be true. That they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better, if the will of God be so, that you suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. Amen. Listen to what it says here in chapter 4, verse 14. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you for the Spirit of God, for the Spirit of glory and of God rests upon you, and on their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. The world speaks evil of him, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as a evildoer are as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. Does God hate? He most certainly does. Because sin separates you from God. Because sin blinds you. And sin will send you to a devil's hell.
But listen to what the book of Micah and the Old Testament says. Listen to this. In the book of Micah, the last chapter, chapter 7, verse 18. I love this. Who is a God like unto thee that pardons iniquity? That's what my God does. That's what my Christ does. Who is a God like unto thee that pardons iniquity and passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delights. He delights in mercy. He will turn again. Here's what he'll do. He'll do four things. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou will cast all their sins into the depth of the sea. No fishing allowed. He puts all our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Does God hate? Yes, he does. He hates sin. That's why he sent his son to die upon the cross of Calvary. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. Bless the reading of your word. I want to thank you so much for being here with me again today. May the Lord bless and keep you until the next point in time. In Christ's name, I do pray as always. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Reverend Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Podcasts air every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listeners may follow Crossroads Ministries on Facebook for all the latest updates. And if you would like to partner with Crossroads Ministries and Walking by Faith, consider donating through our Anchor or Spotify platforms. If you have a prayer request, you may message us via the Facebook Messenger app and all requests are kept private. Because we walk by faith, not by sight, we hope that this message has touched your hearts and your homes this Sunday.